How's it going, guys? Episode 36, All In Podcast. Oh my goodness, you already warned us. So guys, we are uh, actually working from a remote location today. Uh, we're in the process. Well, we got kicked out of one office. And we're in the process. Um, we're already in the process of buying our own building, you know, praise to God. And uh, we should be able to move there this week. Yep. But in the meantime, we're here and uh, we're going to keep it going. Episode 36, yep. we could have said, you know what? We could have said, uh, you know what? It's, it's too much. It's, it's too many hoops to jump through. Let's not do it. But 36 weeks in a row. I don't know any other podcast. There might be a podcast out there that has just continued to, you know, just pump it out week after week after week. Um, there might be maybe like the Joe Rogan one. I don't know, you know, how consistent uh, other people are with their podcast, but Absolutely. we're pretty dedicated and loyal to uh, to to continuing to serve uh, with with this you podcast this on this platform. Here. So my name is Carlos Reyes. I'm a serial entrepreneur here out of Phoenix, Arizona. This is my business partner. What's up, guys? My name is Sal Shakir. I'm myself a serial entrepreneur as well out of Phoenix, Arizona. And here is Alex Science, guys. Welcome to episode 36 and uh, 22 year year old real estate entrepreneur. I turned 23 this Sunday, so pretty soon I'll be saying 23 year old real estate. Oh, entrepreneur. this is the last podcast but, uh, you so say this that. Is, this is the last podcast as a 22 year old. And um, today's uh, topic is we want to discuss the mistakes that we've done this year that has cost us hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. some millions. And uh, I mean, not just from this year, but from like the start of entrepreneurship. So it's going to be a good podcast and we're going to be explaining a lot of the mistakes and road bumps that we went through. So hopefully you don't make the same mistakes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And guys, uh, like Carlos was saying, we're in the process of, of buying a new building. And guess what? The, the podcast is remote right now, but guess what's remote too? Our operation is literally in three different locations. Our team members are split up in different departments in different locations. And they came up with that idea. One of Some people offered their house or their penthouse. And the power of, of, of uh, leadership, the power of, of empowering leaders in the company, right? Yep. These guys came up with that idea. They moved everything and boom, they're there. The reason why we got kicked out of our building, we didn't get kicked out. I mean, the lease is over, but they don't want to renew it because <laughs> we were the youngest uh, company in there. And we do gongs. We celebrate, you know, our winnings and stuff like that. And um, the older gentlemen in there did not like that. So here we are. We're buying uh, a couple of million dollar building and things is about to change. We can be as... As noisy as we can, and our podcast should be looking fire. Yeah, All In is going to have a headquarters pretty soon, so pretty exciting stuff. Praise the Lord. Yeah, let's jump right into it. Yeah, let's go. So, um, you know, yesterday, right, we were uh, on the drive to one of our companies that we have yeah. together, uh, the solar company. We were um, we were discussing some of our losses. We were discussing some of our... I'm right here, by the way. It's a little weird. Sorry. It's remote. <laughs> nice jacket. Uh, we were discussing some of our, uh, some, <laughs> we were discussing some of our losses, and we're like, "Wow, you know what? People think, you know, they see the flash and they see the lifestyle and they see, uh, they see all these amazing things, you know, the, the way that we're living our lives and everything that we're doing, but they don't see that it's not all sunshine, sunshines and rainbows, right? It's not all unicorns. It's not all, you know, it's, it's raining meatballs and donuts. It's not if you like meatballs, but it's not." We've actually lost hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars um, in two businesses. 
And, Correct, uh, correction. The second business is not a loss, and we'll go over that because it's... Yeah, uh, it, well, right now, it's technically a loss. Well, so uh, well, I want to I go over that. So let's talk about that one business. The second business, I'll explain why it's not a loss. So Okay. So the first business, um, there was an opportunity that was brought to us, and it, it sounded shiny object. <laughs> it sounded amazing. It sounded, wow, you know, we're going to make a few hundred grand a week. And uh, we ended up, uh, we ended up de- uh, actually putting uh, a partner in place that, you know, probably you have been through this. Yep. Many people have been through this. You choose the wrong partner, right? And you don't see it coming. You don't see it coming. And, and it happens, you know, because you want to see, you always want to see the good in people. You always want to say, you know what? This guy is going to do what he said he's going to do. Because I do the things that, what I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do. So I just kind of hope that other people are you like hold that. them to the same standard that you absolutely hold that, I think that was mistake number one it's not like actually bringing him in in or anything it's actually thinking that he is gonna perform the same way that <laughs> yeah. we would perform and and that's on us because I guess that we're we're asking too much of people Here, here's a secret that everybody should know and uh, nobody will do it like you do it um, and yeah there is leaders in our in our companies that do it like we do it but Nine out of ten people that you bring onto your company or as a partner, they're not going to do it the way you do it. I so. think that statement was right from the beginning because yeah. even if they do it almost the same, this can't be a hundred percent like the so way like, they may sound different. So like I mean, Carlos in that instance, like with the the, the bad business partner, I'll just call it that. Um, you know, he he if he was in that position, he would have handled the situation totally different. But then, like because people are not always like you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you're better not than him, but he just didn't do it. He didn't do it. You expect people, you know, if they're not going to be as good as you, to at least eighty uh, percent. You know, like, hey, can you come up to eighty percent? You know, you don't have to be a hundred percent like me, but even eighty percent will work. Uh, that wasn't the case. You know, everybody has their own self-interest, their own agendas, etc. Um, and people are just not as committed, and that's why some certain people will never, you know, level up to. Uh, a certain success level That's right. because they're not committed. They're not committed. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's everybody, you know, once they're looking for that quick dollar, you know, they see opportunity. They see me and Sal making money. Mm-hmm. Let me partner up with these guys. Actually, I can talk about the second mistake right now. The, the company we acquired, uh-huh. there was a mistake. We didn't do our due diligence properly because we trusted uh, the party yeah. to do, to, to actually reveal everything. And on a personal level. So there you go. That's actually, so, actually, there is. Let's so, get more context so yeah. they understand. Yeah. All right. So uh, this import-export company, we lost about 120 grand. The, uh, a little bit more. The yeah. medical company, we probably lost, uh, we, again, it's not a loss because we'll get it at some point, but, you know, we overpaid by 150 grand, in my opinion. And then, uh, you know, in the solar business, we're down, uh, you know, we're, we'll probably be down about a quarter mil before we actually start making money? Is that yeah. what you projected? So let, let me elaborate on that. So the, the so it's impo- actually closer imp- to half a million. The import-export company, the biggest mistake I can call in that, or two mistakes I can say, is number one is bringing the wrong partner that we expected from him to do the things. Yeah. Number two, we actually uh, did not put, we we're not so close to it where we can, like we're, we're not on the day-to-day with it. We did our But part. that's going to happen. Exactly. Tony Robbins doesn't owns... Yeah. owns or he's involved with over 400 companies. Absolutely, but he has the right people probably. So that he probably been through <laughs> the wrong people, yeah. and he probably knows this. The the third thing, which I think is, it's it's major, but people don't think about this. We have our, our, our headquarters, and we hold our standards so high. That's why, like, always 
they're pumping stuff inside where we're where we're around because we're, we have our standards so high. But when someone is remote in a different place, like in a different office, things are complete. Especially the leaders, the leaders of that new company were remote. That killed us most because they did not have the standards to be held to. We would have meetings here and there, phone meetings. We would visit, like go to the office sometimes there because we're busy in, in our own office. So that was another a third mistake we made. Now moving forward, how do we correct this mistake? What would you say, Carlos? You put them. You put them close to you. You put them in your same you know vicinity. Uh, you keep a closer eye on what's going on. You're more involved as much as you can be involved. And you give the benefit of the doubt to the to the to the partner or whoever brought the venture, but I'll obviously you keep monitoring it. Yeah, I'll say this too, uh, especially like relating like to the real estate side. Like when you have like an acquisition manager that's like remote. Uh, this is actually pertains to this exactly because when they're remote and they're not under it's not it's not about micromanaging it's not about just supervising them 24 7 it's like when they're remote there's no standards there's no accountability there's, there's very little energy i mean energy the solar, I was the, gonna say the that. solar company yesterday the energy was low there's no culture and there's no accountability absolutely but when you have everything like the businesses that we do have in-house it's like they they bloom because of that of there's there's standards, there's energy, there's accountability, there's leaders, there's culture, and literally like that makes a huge difference. So if, if somebody has a leader in their company that's remote and maybe you're not seeing the results that you would like to see, uh, I highly suggest that you bring them in house uh, to an office mm -hmm. where you can you know impact and empower uh, them to you know produce way more. Whether we want to admit this or not. A company will always be a reflection of its leaders. A hundred percent. Always. Yep. Right? We walked into the solar company, and no disrespect if you know if anybody's watching, but it's it's gonna be a reflection of the leader or the leaders inside of that company. We're not there every day, so they can't feed off our energy. Mm -hmm. And we walk into the office and it's dead, and then it's like so everything's kind of dead and people are dressed a certain way. You know, mm -hmm. the standards are just not what they're, you know, what they should be. Low so, energy, low results. Therefore, the headquarters will make a big difference, at least for us. If it works for someone else differently. But we're, by the way, guys, we're telling you our mistakes we've done. So maybe we're, we're wrong here and there. Maybe you can leave us, um, leave us some, uh, some comments uh, about some things we say. But we're telling you our mistakes. This is only our mistakes that we're talking about. Not, not a friend's mistake or yeah. something we heard about. Uh, the second mistake, let's talk about the acquiring of a company. It's not getting into too much details for, for one purpose or another. But um. it, it, again, it's, it's sometimes trusting the wrong people, mm -hmm. right? Trusting the wrong people. But uh, some of these, a mistake like that is almost unavoidable because you don't see it coming. You know, you build a few years with the history with this person. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it's just smoke and mirrors. You know, you don't, you don't really expect you're like, hey, you know what? We've been doing great business for Especially a while. Especially when they give you a partial of the business where it's supposed to sell you all over, and the other partials is taken out of the back end, and then boom, yeah. you got hit. Yeah. So how, how would how do you protect yourself or somebody? I, I think we can. Okay, so right now, guys, we're talking just entrep general entrepreneurship, right? Yeah, issues. We're talking different businesses. We're not talking just real estate because we can get into that later. But the way that you do it now, first and foremost, we did we with – with one of our business, thank God, we have we have a contract, we have an agreement, we have a purchase agreement. Yep. So that we will be going to court for, uh -huh. right? You can enforce something that's in writing, which is first and foremost, I highly suggest that yeah. if you're gonna go and buy a business or or partake into a business, yes, you need to get things in writing and you need to be as detailed <laughs> as possible. Would you even recommend it for like 
two wholesalers collabing? Or absolutely, a junior uh, joint. I'm sorry, joint venture agreement. <coughs> absolutely, you get a copy, he gets a copy. You need to protect yourself first and foremost, right? Um, second, uh, do do a a, a, a in depth vetting process. Yeah, well, our vetting was based on the trust on, on someone. Your vetting was based on the other party's work. It's not that right? we saw some things, but we didn't really go in depth because it looked. We, we saw gross revenue, but we didn't really get, like, financials, you know, because we were doing business with this gentleman for over two years. So he was selling already to to us, and then – so the numbers seemed right because based on the numbers that he was selling to us, but we didn't know the details that some part – like, obviously some things were taken out, and then, yeah, boom, we're sure. like, okay, we should have went more in-depth in that, and then obviously the contract um, maybe more uh, – even though our contract is good, but then – you would lay out things by, one by one. That's right. But I'll say this. I'll say this real quick, right? Oh, and, and, and actually putting the right people in place. I feel that the companies that are very successful for us is because we have the right people in place. We have the right people right in leaders, place. Yeah. The right leaders So number place. one right leaders, number two is we are always involved. Yes, but that's not sustainable. No, no, I get it, but then you want to be like you you, you want your you want your leaders to have the same energy as you do as yeah. well. But if you're doing if you're I, if you have your expectation low, like you say, if you dressed up in a, you comes in you come we in, come in a blazer we come in blazers almost every day. Absolutely. So if you come in sweats, if one of the owners just comes in like that, what do you expect the leaders gonna act like? Yeah, you know. So oh yeah, no. So those are standards but, are, are are done from like high up, and then it goes down the chain. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ariel Harrison says, hey, this is really good. It's great to hear other perspectives other than real estate. And this is why I wanted you guys to know that, you know, real estate is our baby. Real estate, because of real estate, we were able to gain financial freedom. And with that financial freedom came, you know, dabbling and venturing off into other uh, uh, business opportunities because of real estate. So I will not take that away from real estate. Um, back to uh, kind of what you were saying, though, you know, as far as leadership goes, li listen, we're, you're never people are who they are, mm -hmm. and nine and a half out of ten, they're not going to be you. Absolutely, they're not. There's very not. few people in the world that are going to be you, right? But you can still hire, you can still uh, surround yourself and hire and develop the right people. I'll give you an example: Adrian Salgado, right? Mm -hmm. He's there. He's pushing. Mm -hmm. He's making sure things are yep. pumping. Thank God, you know, Brittany has him. Let me ask you something. Yes, then. sir. If you if you bring one bad apple, what would happen? It sometimes poisons the other apples. Absolutely. So therefore, you need to make sure that your leader leaders find out where who the bad apple is and extract. They're it right they're away. they're yeah. they're quick. They're yeah. quick to because of experience and because of empowerment. They're Mista quick, previous mistakes. Previous mistakes, experience. They're quick to uh, they're they're quick to figure those things out. You know, they 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 understand. Like you know, I got a call yesterday. I said, "Hey, this new hire, he's eager to learn." Yes. Fritz, mm -hmm. like, hey, he's eager to learn. I like it. Right? Yes. Becky, eager to learn. Jessica hasn't missed a beat. Yes. I, I you know, he's communicating with me. Communication is another thing among your leaders. Communication is key, right? Yep. So. Um, we have the right leaders that we have Tino Hernandez, we have Brittany, we have Jaden, we have all these amazing leaders and we have Efren, you know, we have all these guys, right? Edgar and with the, you know, with the uh, yep. production, production team. Yep. Yeah. So in your case, you know, you have, you have Andy, uh, you have your brother on one side. I mean, you have good leaders. A lot of them, yeah. You have leaders that care, right? So that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. The people you hire have to care as much as you, they may not have the same capacity or, or gifts, 
right? Or, or yep. skill set, but they, they have, have to, to care. care as much as you I or agree. more. I think some of our people actually care more than we do. <laughs> hey, right? If that's if that's, a, if that's and, and, a, and, and the reason I say that is because um, we have so much going on that they're like, hey, man, you haven't sat down with me in three weeks. What's going on? You absolutely. know, and, and what are uh, we going to say? We're going to complain. We're going to say, hey, it's, sorry. it's, it, it's kind of the same reference when my 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 uh, my wife says. Hey, you're not spending enough time with the kids. What am I going to say, right? Can't say you're lying. No, absolutely. When Jaden <laughs> or Brittany say, or, or Adrian or Tino, when they're like, hey, man, you, you we need to, we don't have a meeting. I haven't seen you in three weeks, right? We can't <laughs> get mad at that. We can't yeah. get mad no, at that. No, absolutely. See, that's, that's, that's good. That's productive. That's good energy. Absolutely. That's someone who cares about your business. So those are the people that you want to partner up with. That's the people that you want to have in your in your own organization. But how do you how do you go through that? Carl says you got to kiss a few frogs before you meet the prince, right? So, um I want to talk we've about kissed a lot of frog like we've kissed. I would <laughs> say we're we're I think we have cycled through over 100 people. Absolutely. And and I was just thinking about that this morning. I had a great conversation with a guy named James Dunwoody. Remember mm -hmm. James from Canada, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a conversation today. He's like Dude, what are you guys doing over there? Because I, I had a post today about, yeah. hey, listen, I don't talk to sellers, but my sales director handles blah. I, I, yeah, I did yeah. a great post about delegation. Yes. He's like, dude, the, I saw you in July 2016. He's like, you guys have really, really blown up. Like, you guys had this thing figured out. He's like, I'm still struggling over here. Sometimes I even thought about throwing in the towel because the day to day grind is hard. I have nobody on my well, team. Because, because you can, you're carrying one box by yourself. You know, it's you're easier. The world. You, yeah, you're carrying. That's too, that's too tough. So now we're going to be talking about the third one where Carl sa said it was a mistake, which is, I mean, he, he, he knows this is not a mistake, and, I, and I'll explain why. So now knowing going to this, to this new business venture, uh, and Alex is, is part of it as well. Which one? Uh, the solar. Oh, okay. So that one, we, we went into it, and then we had, we had a plan, a grand plan. Okay, first month is going to cost us this much. Obviously, a startup is this much. Uh, first month is going to cost us this much. Uh, people that we're going to hire, salary is going to cost us this much. And the second month, third month, fourth month, fifth month, sixth. And then we figured out by six months, we're going to be, we're going to start. The breaking point was six months. I think six and almost six and a half months. And then the profits will start coming in because the way the pay is from that company. And uh, now we're at month three. Th three in a week, I think. Three, yeah. And... And we, because we had such high hopes, like we're like, okay, we're gonna break that six months. We're gonna make it a lot better. So by that time, and we're supposed to invest in a certain amount of money. We've invested nearly half of it. So we, we're still on the on the track that we had for initially, but we wanted to do better. Uh, and that doesn't mean we're not gonna achieve it. But then we, when we went there, we saw some kind of morale was down. Numbers are not reflecting to meet the goal in six months. Things like that. Productivity. Exactly yeah. productivity. So it's not so much a failure. But it is. It needs some adjusting. That's for sure. But you know what? We we ca we caught it in a good time because we are at the, the 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 half halfway halfway mark right now. So in that one, I believe that we can we can uh, we can turn it around very very soon. So those called our mistakes thresholds in my in my book. Mistakes thresholds. Let's say in real estate, we say uh, a drop through uh, a contract fall through ratio, whether it's like twenty uh, percent, uh, you know, 10, 10, 15, 20 percent. Usually, it's twenty percent because of uh, one reason or another. Some, you know, some uh, other circumstances. People owe more than they think, or you know, just more family members. Whatever it is. So we we factor that in when buying a business. You need to factor those numbers in, saying that hey, okay. 
for month one, I'm going to be down this much, month two, this much, three, and then after that, I'm going to be profitable. You need to actually be prepared for those thresholds rather than just getting hit by them. When you do that, now you're actually working on the business. You're not being reactive. You're actually being proactive. You don't want to, the worst mistake that you can do in your business is being reactive. And Carlos and I were talking about yesterday. So back in the day when we used to make a mistake, it used to cost us 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks. I was just going to tell you to right? talk about that. So, a few hundred bucks, right? When we were when we were coming into the game, right? A exactly. And we we're like, oh my God, that is, that is big. But then you become then you become more of a businessman or a businesswoman. You start and then to level up. Level up a little bit more, and then okay, now a mistake costs you thousands of dollars. Okay, then now we level up more. Now it's gonna cost us tens of thousands of dollars. Then you level up a little bit more. Then it costs you hundreds, hundreds of, of thousands, thousands of, dollars. of dollars. But then you level up. It costs you millions, millions. if not billions, when you become like a Jeff Bezos and you know th- I, those. I love it. Yeah, I love what but, you're saying. But right think now. about this. That it. mistake that cost you $100 that you learned from, if you did not make it at a $100 level, that would have been the million-dollar mistake. It so wouldn't have leveled you up. It would not have leveled you up, number one. Number two, that that mistake actually you learn from at a really cheap cost. But back then, it sounded like it's very expensive. So you know what? When today we're saying we it costs us over hundreds of thousands of dollars, these mistakes, that's good because when we're making millions or billions of dollars, the mistake is not going to be as big because we made it now. So growing pains. Growing pains, yeah, exactly. And let me say this and then we'll, you know, I know you yeah. got some stuff to say. Let me say this just to talk just to talk uh about, you know, just to saddle here on on what Sal was saying. You know, it was a, at first bless you. At Thank first, you. at first when you're getting in the game and you lose a few hundred bucks, you're like, "Wow," right? Think about this, all right? Let's just say that um you're brand new in business and, you know, you're I don't know what you're doing. Let's just say you're doing real estate. Yep. You lose a couple hundred bucks or whatever, you know, nobody called you, you put out some bandit signs that you, you know what I mean? And you're like, oh my God, I just lost a few hundred bucks. And it's it's devastating. It's devastating, right? It is. But then, you know, you start you start getting some traction, you start growing, and then you're like, okay, now I'm sending out mail. Now I'm spending pay-per-click. And then you 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 uh you waste a few uh thousand, uh, you know, three, five thousand, seven thousand dollars, and then you're like, oh man, right? It's it's a little painful still. But then you still are leveling up because you're learning in the process, right? What do we say? Pay enough people and you'll eventually, you'll eventually figure it out, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's true. It's true. <laughs> That's, That's learning. It's true. It's with everything in life, right? It is. So then you're now you're you're killing it. You're making six figures every single month. And now you're losing tens of thousands of dollars every single month on the wrong marketing campaign or on the wrong people, whatever, mm-hmm. cost of opportunity. You're still leveling up. And then now you become a serial entrepreneur. Making millions of dollars and you lost, you know, you made a few mil, but you lost a few hundred thousand. You're still leveling up, right? Absolutely. And 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 then the next step for us, God willing, is in 2020. I want to lose a few million dollars because what does that mean? You're you 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 made a lot more. That means that that means we're leveling up again. Absolutely. So and and that's what I was going to tell you. I said, listen, man, I know we lost we we lost you know hundreds of thousands of dollars, but I, I'm not like. I'm not like crying over it. No, you know I'm not like. No, yeah, normally the old us would be like, I cannot believe we lost. You can't win, 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 win. Yeah, win, exactly. Win. There has to be some losses to learn. And believe it or not, God does those things for you, so you can level up. It's like a test. Like if you pass it, you're gonna do better. It might have happened today rather than a year from now because today it saved your ass. A year from now, maybe it could not have saved you. 
Plus, so, it, make, it makes the reward much more juicier. Absolutely. Sure. You know what Efren said yesterday when uh, we were driving in South Prius? We don't. <laughs> sorry, guys. Three of us don't fit in the Lambo. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were driving in the Prius, and 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 Efren is just like listening to what uh, me and Sal are talking about. Man, we lost 120 here. We're down 150 there, and blah blah blah. He's like. Goals like <laughs> he said he that, did, right? He did, yeah. he said that. Let me say something, and then I said something very vulgar to him. Right? Uh, you did, you definitely yeah. Yeah. You love messing with Ephraim, yeah. but there's one thing I need to say. So, for us, we're saying mistakes and loss, but really, they're not. They're, they're like, you've let's say you've, you've sent a marketing campaign, and that marketing campaign did not do as well. Yep, that considered a loss, a, a mistake in ours, a loss. But it's, it, it is part of the business, right? So don't take it the wrong way. But I'm going to explain something even further. When you go to school for three years or five years or whatever you study, you're on the hook for maybe for $100,000, right? You spend money to learn those. Yep. So for us as business entrepreneurs, we, didn't, we do not go to college or we do not go to school to learn th from those. We actually learn it as we go. But I'm the kind of guy, I personally know that, and I know these guys do. They, we learn better when, it's, when the, our skin is on the, on the line. When there's skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And that way, we, you know, when you were little and you burnt yourself, so everybody told you, hey, don't put your hands on fire. It's hot. It's going to burn you. Still but I it. guarantee you that 99% of the people watching has burnt themselves until they're like, you know what? My parents or whoever, they were right. They were right. It did hurt. But you know what? They learned better when they got hurt. When someone told them, Absolutely. I, I, it's just the way it is. Absolutely. And you know what? We call those mistakes, whatever you want to call them. We this is just a school we paid for. We accelerate paying for it in one campaign or we accelerate paying for it in six months or whatever it was. That's all it is. So let me say this. Through enough losses, you win for sure. Absolutely. And I want to share this quote. Yeah. I was actually, so Aaron, our buddy Aaron sent Aaron us Lewis, yeah. you know, some, some curriculum and uh, this, this quote hit me. So it's by Jim Rohn. The quote is, it's important to learn from your mistakes, but it is better to learn from other people's mistakes. Mm. And it is best to learn from other people's successes. It accelerates your own success. Mm. I love that. Jim Rohn's the man. <clears throat> that so Jim Rohn's the a lot of people don't even know who Jim Rohn be is. Better. <laughs> it's the He's the, a godfather. He's the godfather uh, the of <laughs> self-development. You know, yeah. Tony Robbins pretty much, you know, he he learned from him and all these yeah. other guys that came so, after him. Better to learn from other people's mistakes, but it's best to learn from other people's successes. But mm. with the successes uh, that we've had in our in our small companies, um, they've it's because of all the losses. It's because of all the and you know what? For the real estate side, we would have made a ton of more mistakes if we didn't if we didn't network, meet with other people oh, to absolutely. learn from their mistakes. Attend masterminds, attend masterminds yeah. invest in our education. So that's something that can accelerate your success. I absolutely agree. Like we would have, we would have, you know. I hate to say wasted because with every even a bad marketing campaign, you still learn. You tweak your next campaign, you adjust, yeah. and then you make a hundred. Let's just say, thousand. let's just say you tried the green postcard, and you're like, okay, that and the response rate sucks. Here goes the you're, pink. You're probably not gonna yeah. send it exactly. Yeah, here goes the pink. A few hundred k. Mm -hmm. So like, it's not, it's it's not, it's never wasted. It's always experiences, and and uh, it's it's good. So uh, I wanna I wanna just throw this out there for our audience, right? How many of you want to be at a level soon, God willing, where you're losing hundreds of thousands of dollars every single year 
but it's only because it's teaching you something and you're making millions and you're leveling up and you're leveling up and you're leveling up. You know, how many of you out there watching, there's over 70 people live watching, how many of you want to be in that position? To be quite honest with you, that is a, that is a, a amazing position to be in. Absolutely. Right? I mean, the way, the way you said, if someone skipped, Everything and heard you say that, like, what do you mean? How, how do you feel like about losing? No, no. I don't want to lose hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you heard the transition, watch the podcast from the beginning, you'll understand what like, we're hey, talking you're about. You're gonna lose a hundred thousand, <clears throat> but you're gonna make millions. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you have to. But initially, it doesn't sound too sexy. If but. you're not look, listen. If you're not losing, you're not taking enough risk. No. Right. If you're not losing, you're not growing fast enough. Absolutely. If someone has, if someone has a track record of all excellence, then you're not doing enough. You're then, not. You're, then your track record it is so small. You're we really went, not taking a risk. We went to, uh, yeah, absolutely. Or your we track went, record is small. We went to Zach's house, and then uh, we were talking about, like, oh, yeah, we've never lost on a fix and flip. He's like, well, you haven't done enough then. Yeah. Like, exactly. Because he's split, what, 4,000? 4, 4,000 yeah. homes, and he's had some losses. So, like, with that said, like, it's if you're not losing, you're not taking enough Shout risk. out to Zach Keeps. Um, yeah, remember we were at his house, by the way. He wants us to go and hang out with him, smoke some cigars. Dude, you, see you Christmas. Next week? Next week? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Zach Keeps Zach, from Zach Ventures. He's like, wait, 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 wait. You and Sal and Alex, you guys have done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of deals, not 4,000 like Zach, and you haven't, you haven't lost on one. Wait, I think you recently lost on one, right? I lost on a, on a Tucson. But, yeah. see, then again, that's because I, like, I, I delegated. I wasn't supervising it, like... But yeah. I lost like it was like five thousand. Okay, I'm gonna knock. Okay, I'm gonna knock on wood. I yeah. lost them. We haven't lost yet. Thank God. You know we haven't I lost, yet. I uh yeah. But that means that we're not buying a, enough. That means we're absolutely. Not, but see, it was a whole. But tone. you learned from a mistake from losing to that. You said you just said it. You just said I delegated. You delegated to the wrong people. Probably you. You did not delegate properly. I didn't. No. And there you go. That is a loss because that taught you a lesson. That's the. You can go yeah. to school and learn that. Pay five grand and learn that maybe. But you, you know, know what? He learned. He oh fast tracked that. So look. Light bulb right now. So this is what happened. So it was a Tucson. It was a wholesale deal. We could have wholesaled it for five thousand at the time, and um, and then actually we did it. We assigned it for five thousand. The buyer backed out, mm -hmm. and it's like it was like one of those deals where like I'm closing on it. I'm closing on it. I closed on it, and I ended up selling it for like the we got it one thirty five. I ended up selling for one forty, but like holding costs is where I lost money. Mm. Um, but this is it taught me an important lesson, and the lesson the lesson was that. You uh, you never take down a property unless you can wholesale it, and mm. not just for like five. Like I couldn't wholesale that deal. Well, see, so now any mm. any flip that we do, like yeah. if I can't wholesale it, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I gotta buy disagree it. with that. I, I would think that. Well, well, on your wholesales, you still have enough spread to wholesale. When I say no, but see, if you have your own crew, it's different that you know the area because some people may like. Maybe not enough Even, people saw it. Maybe something happened. But I know we've I had deals that we could not sell before, but then we took it down. We made money on the, in them. It, I mean, it's it's definitely uh, it's it's it a riskier one. No, it varies on the property and location. But for me, it was just like I just live by that rule now. So now I have. I mean, I mean that's, that's a good rule to yeah. live by. Absolutely, that's a good rule to live I, by. I, uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, you guys I, haven't I, lost. I, but I believe. I mean, I believe that you you made a huge mistake. Yeah. And you assumed and projected, and you didn't go off the hard facts. There was hard calls. Or actually, it, there was hard. I know. Comps. I, yeah. How many? There was uh, there was one eighty five to two hundred k comps. Solid. No, how many though? Uh, there was one? four of them. Four. four. Okay. Yeah, and there, this was a townhome community. Okay. And uh, and yeah, so there was hard facts. I mean, this. Okay. Is like then then minimal. then never mind. I rest my case. But uh, yeah, just for me, it's like just my, my investment strategy is just if if I'm not gonna buy a property that I can't wholesale.
Okay. That's actually not uh, it's, not it's, a bad strategy for but, you. By the way, Minimizes guys, risk. Um, and Amari uh, Bowles said, I would love to connect with everybody on here. I am just starting out and learning. Thank you. Uh, guys, this is a community. Please uh, go all ahead. In, all in nation.com, yeah. baby. All, all in nation. All in nation.com and, and then go ahead and, and connect with each other uh, through this Facebook group, through uh, uh, all in wholesaling group. Guys, make sure that you connect with everyone. This this is a community. The, the reason we started this podcast and we started the all in all in movement is because of a community. This is bigger than all the three the three of us. Like everybody thinks, oh, it's it, we're like it's about us. It's absolutely not. It's about the all in movement right here. And now we just oh, have. Did you, yeah, we have. Uh, do you guys see this, these new hats? Right here. It says faith on them. Faith. It's it, with the all in logo. It's it's absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Fire. Uh, Quantel, thank you so much. By the way, let's take some Q and A's, man. We haven't talked about we haven't talked much about real estate, right? But I mean, we can go into a rabbit hole with that, you know. Oh, absolutely. Lose, been, losing we, money we on the wrong th- people. We have thirty-five more episodes about real estate, guys. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's take some Q and A's. And Quantel Green, thank you so much, brother. Uh, he says, "I love your guys's podcast." Thank, thank you guys you, for watching. Yeah. By the way, we appreciate every single one of you guys. That's love great. you guys. So let's take some Q and A's. Let's let's take the next two to five minutes to take some Q and A's. Um, love the hats. Thank you, Ariel. Thank you. Definitely need to get that. Yep. So let's take some Q and A's. What questions do you guys have about losses, about maybe investing into the wrong ventures, about the wrong people, the wrong leadership? What questions do you guys have? You know, let's, let's take two to five minutes to answer this before we check out. Cause we got a flight to catch today. We are headed to, uh, Chicago and, uh, Wisconsin. Someone asked, uh, Lucas said, you guys ever get to a point where you consider throwing in the towel on your wholesale business and how did you overcome it? Um, Lucas, we all, I must speak for myself. We're stubborn then, though. Yeah. Uh, as a business owner, you do not want to, like, if someone, and this is me, I'm, I'm going to speak for myself right now. If someone else is doing it and it's working for them, then I better to make it work. Why is it working for them? It's not working for me. Therefore, the towel is not getting... Therefore, the problem is you. The towel is not going to get thrown. The problem is you. The problem is you. The problem... Exactly. So, uh, you need to you need to be uh, resourceful. Business owners become resourceful and find ways. Uh, now, if you can, if you want to relate this to why did we shut down the import-export business? Because we, that was not our passion. We opened it because of our business partner that was, was on board. And then he was not on board. Therefore, that was not our passion. Therefore, we did not want to do affiliate ourselves with that. So... Just to, in case you were wondering Plus about that. Better There's some really good questions, by the way. Yeah. Right? Here we go. That was a really good, and that was a really good answer, too. When do y'all, yeah, good answer, Sal. When do y'all turn off a non-performing campaign? I, I can answer that. Right. I truly believe that if you break even, you should keep doing it. Now, when you start to take losses in that campaign, like let's say you, uh, the, uh, the our last mail campaign freaked us out. Absolutely. We spent uh, thirty-five thousand dollars on one hundred nine thousand uh, pieces of mail. Yep. And we're like, Jesus, we got the response, but we're not converting. We're not converting. We're not converting. And then, like two, three weeks went by. We're like, Oh my God, we're not converting. And then, boom, we land a deal from from mail. Got got us all our money back. So, are we going to shut down mail? Absolutely not. Keep now, if that would have happened, we're not going to stop mail. If we would have done it again, and we don't come work, and now we're down sixty, seventy grand or whatever. Then, then we definitely will consider. Uh, shutting that down. Um, here we go. You and can... there, there is an old saying, by the way. It's a car business saying. If if you can't go broke making a profit, if that campaign brought you anything, 
then you'll keep it. Even if it didn't even bring if it as broke much. Even. Yeah, if it broke even, that's fine. Do not shut down something that's semi-working right now. Because you need all the channels you want because you never know what would hit or when. Real quick, you can answer this one. Uh, this is a good one. Actually, both of you can answer this one. Uh, Which one? Ariel says, have you ever lost money due to a false mindset? How did you overcome it? This is an easy one. Mm. Have you ever lost money I'm trying to find the question. because due to, uh, due to a false mindset? I think- Mm, I would, the, this, do you mean maybe the, the lack of mindset, right? Maybe she means the she lack mean of mindset? Yes, mindset. I can relate to this in my old car dealership. When I first started, I thought I knew it all, and my mindset was kind of stubborn. And I thought I knew it all. Therefore, I did not try to seek someone that has done it better than me, seek someone's advice about it. I thought I knew it best. And you know what? That, that was part of my mindset. Uh, that's, that's for me personally. I think the Alex? quick I think the quicker that you realize that you don't know anything is the quicker that you begin to know a lot or more of everything. So uh, for me, I've never lost money on false mindset because I've I uh, I since I've started I made it a, a priority to first of all have wise and wiser counsel and then people that are already doing what I want to do. So on the real estate side, it was it wasn't like I I was learning through people's mistakes, uh, but I was learning even more. And it goes back to the quote we said earlier. I was learning more by their successes. So for me, never did it. Um, but yeah, I mean, how you overcome it is get over the fact that you know, you know, think, you know, think like you know nothing and everything, um, you know, will begin to come your way. There's an old saying, if you read Secret to the Miller and Mine, it says, poor people know everything, successful people know, know nothing. nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the quicker you realize that, the better off you are. Anthony says, I just bought the Cash Buyers Plus list. Should I blast them deals? Uh, or have a VA reach out to Vic. You both, got the right both. idea. Do well, both. no, 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 no. You we don't do want to blast deals right off the jump because that's gonna that's gonna hit you on uh, like Mailchimp. You know what I mean? That's gonna. Oh, it depends. You. It depends. It depends on your I service. would. I would. Yeah. I would. I would do. I would have a VA actually manually pick up the phone, make phone calls, and say, "Hey, how's it going? I'm a you know I'm a I'm a wholesaler in the area. I see that." But you, some of those have only emails, no phone numbers. So you so might want to. You do so both. So you have to do. You unfortunately have to do both. Like it's part, kind of like an evolving thing. Okay, just make sure that you don't get spammed out. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It depends what service you use. Obviously, how much should I invest in marketing in a seller's market? Home prices here in San Diego are high. Uh, I'll tell you what works, uh, Cristo. Uh, in San Diego, pay per click works. So pay-per-click works. Uh, if you're going to have um, cold calling agents, you got to at least have five to even make a dent. Mm-hmm. You got Good luck. L.A., San Diego, San Francisco, one to three agents, you're, you're, you're wasting your time. You're wasting mm-hmm. your yep. money and time. I so uh, keep that in mind. Pay-per-click. Go to MagnusDigital.com, and uh, he can get you, Dave can get you all squared away in the San Diego area. I would invest five to $7,000, and that should be uh, enough for one to two deals in that area. So, uh, what else? Faith Hat to Fire. Thank you, Brandon. What's the minimum you try to make on a hotel? Honestly, anywhere from forty to seventy thousand dollars, right? Would you say forty to seventy? Yeah, we've done some thirties, like okay. little, yeah, right. on some advice scenarios. for the young entrepreneurs. Awesome content, by the way. Uh, thank you, Anthony. What's some advice for a young entrepreneur out there? Um, well, he's this guy's yeah, twenty-two. Actually, yeah, let's take it, um, Alex. My advice, because it's worked for me, is is take personal development very seriously, uh, and and just because of the age factor doesn't mean you can't build a big business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, honestly, w- the biggest advice is get with the right people. Get with older, wiser, uh, successful people. 
looking across them right now. And uh, that's going to be the biggest uh, life Look, hack. I mean, uh, Jacob, last, last like, podcast, 17-year-old CEO. Look, that's the biggest life hack is just, is just surrounding yourself. I mean, if, if you have a core group of friends that you're hanging out with, drinking every weekend, let it go. Uh, I'm not saying disown your friends, but definitely seek a better circle that's going to push you and motivate you. And every day that you walk into an environment, you realize that you're not, excuse my langu- language, you want to walk into an environment where you feel like, damn, I'm not doing shit. Like I got, I got, I got to level up. So, get get uh, get with older, wiser, successful people uh, at a very young age, and uh, that is uh, that is one of the biggest life life hacks that I can give you personally. All right, we still got. Let's just answer like three more, okay? Right? Yeah, they're they're flying in. Yeah, they're flying in. Godfrey sounds familiar. How do you guys personally see the value of loss in the time of a loss? Mm. I don't understand that. I kind of, I think I, I understand what he means. Please. And the t- when you're losing, how do you see that you're losing it in the time? I think it, while you're in it, not afterwards. Like while you're like, what do you? If you understand you dictate, it, maybe you should answer it. How yeah. do you personally see the value of a loss in the time of a loss? So, you, if you if you plan it properly, like we were talking about earlier, we, there is growing pains, growing thresholds, losses thresholds, mistake thresholds. You have that already planned then you're not being hit from left and right. You're not being reactive. You're, pro, you're still proactive. So, right, yep. as, And how do you get that? It, honestly, from being in those mistakes at that time, it might feel bad. The, and um, like Alex says, the pain sometimes has to be big enough for you to, to react. So for us, there has been some pains. Therefore, we would, we, when we react to it, we're actually reacting to it before it happens. It just time hasn't caught up to it yet, right? So when we're catching up to it, we already know what's happening. Hopefully that answered your question. Two more questions. What are your go-tos, encouragement, inspiration for when deals are dry and money that's been put in producing like project and isn't and money that's been put in isn't producing like projected? I think our go-to first and foremost is God and faith, as you can see my man's hat here, right? Where there's faith, there's no fear. Like where there's faith, there's no fear. So um, you have to understand, man, like, you know, the game of the game of entrepreneurship, a lot of people out there think that it's it's all sunshines and rainbows, but it's not. Um, Yeah, it's it's there's there's (laughs) risk. There's a lot of risk involved. But if you stay positive, even at times where you're going to be worn down, if you stay positive, you're going to eventually attract that victory. Absolutely. Guys, I'm going to put this up here. Look, everybody's different. Some people can survive on the ramen noodles. I was just eating that for a long time, right? So your question, your question is is obviously a case by case. You're saying how much money you should put in a saving account, how much money you should put in different accounts, this and that. Everybody has a different lifestyle. Everybody has different expenses. Everybody has different tolerance level. Some people can't tolerate to eat ramen noodles, or they can't. Their their image that won't allow them to do that. Some people won't think that you know. There's Carlos gonna eat it. There you go. So I, I grew up on these. Plus, I can't eat on. I can't eat right now, or I'll get yelled at. Plus, some people may have some family members (laughs) that depend on them, and therefore, like the circumstances are different. Their numbers. You should plan. You should always plan ahead for a positive, but understand the situation you're in. You always should understand the situation you're in, no matter what. We're not gonna have have all these goals, but not know what's happening in our life. You can't. That that that's uh, that's ignorance. You can't be ignorant about your reality. See, the, the, the beautiful thing is mindset can show you everything in the future that you can have. But as well, you have your reality that's happening right now that you need to, you, you need to, you need to have a feel of that. You need to make sure that you're, you're not neglecting that. You, 
first of all, why are you doing this? Who are you doing this for? Therefore, you'll, you'll know, okay, I need to save this much money for my kids. I need to put this money. I can suffer this, but my kids can't. So therefore, I'm going to put this much money because that's not what they need. That's what they need. That's what they need. That's obviously an example for, for a person who has kids. I, I think, I truly believe, I don't care how many losses you take because you're always learning. You know, you, you lose, you yeah. learn, right? I think that you only fail when you quit. Mm. I think you only fail when you quit. Did we fail? Uh, did we fail at Inventory City? We did. We quit. <laughs> I'll admit it. You know what I mean. But yeah. there's still 26 other businesses that we have to try to grow. So it is what it is. Call me a failure. You know, it's, it's, it's Sur- it, it comes with the territory. Surrender to the process. It comes with the territory, right? So uh, last question from Mr. Brandon Narain, aka Blue Notes. Um, he says, uh, "I like this because he talks about sleep, which is <laughs> this is going to be your area here, right?" <laughs> Uh, sleep. Where is it at? Oh my God! There's so many. Brandon, Brandon, where are you? <laughs> he uh, said, "How do you count the I, I, I losses?" Brandon, how do you balance your business and personal life effectively? I feel like sometimes I take a big loss in my sleep. And you know what? Sleep is just one fact of it because personal you do and need business. It yeah, you need sleep. You do. We that, need I sleep. mean, personal. We we haven't yet to master personal, and I think that most person that's that's more ahead than Carlos and myself is Alex. He sleeps like a baby. It's not just sleep. Like, he balanced life, personal life, and business uh, better than we have, I, I would say. I think I'm the yeah. last guy. It, it's prior, it's prior, prioritizing uh, what's important to you and what's not. Absolutely. Um, I mean, a quick little exercise that everybody can do, you can go onto your, um, your screen time and see where you're spending most of your time on your phone. Mm. And I guarantee you, for most people, it's like hours of social media every day. Stocks it. Just... Cut out the social media. You're gonna you're gonna gain two to three more hours of sleep every night if you just cut that out. So there you um, go. It's a simple. I mean, it's just prioritizing, prioritizing, and then realizing like a really good book that I read was The Big Leap by mm-hmm. um, Man, Gay Hendricks. I am I'm reading it right now. It's, and it's it's, a bit it's, it's 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 insane. But in the book, he talks about how we create time. So uh, living in your zone of genius, where you create time. Most people are. Are uh, they're in their they're zone a, of incompetence? They're they're a slave to the to time mm-hmm. and and things. So like, like uh, it's like when you're rushing somewhere, and you're freaking out. Does it doesn't it feel like the time goes by quicker? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But when you're just like in your breath, calm, and every like everything just seems to slow down. So if you can do that every single day on a daily basis, you can slow things down. Not number one to make better decisions, to have more clarity, and to run your business and personal life efficiently. Mm. So like. Being in your own breath, being present. Uh, stop thinking about yesterday. Stop thinking about tomorrow. Just live in the moment. And that's lit. I mean, this year has been a huge awakening for me Like when it comes to all that stuff. I love it. Well, Alex, and you let me, said it best. And let me say this. Before, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. Episode 36. Uh, yeah, we're going to wrap it up, right? Um, I read this, and, and you know, I people always wonder, like, you know, like people make fun of me. My family makes fun of me because I don't want to put up a fan. Mm. Right, they'll make fun of me because I don't want to put up a TV. They'll make fun of me because yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> mow uh, mow the lawn. Right, <laughs> I don't want to clean the pool. I don't want to clean the dog crap. Right, but I I naturally was doing this. It's amazing how we naturally are doing so many things, and then you read a book and you're like, oh my god, I've been that person most of my life. Right, <laughs> so the zone of incompetence that we were saying, I, I feel you for sure live in a zone of genius. But thank you. Because you only operate, you only operate where you excel. Like that's where that's where Sal is, right? On the on the on the 
work side. Though. On the work Abs- side. Absolutely. On the work side. Not, the work side. not entirely I yet. On the work okay. Side. <laughs> I I was at my zone of excellence, which is like I'm good at, at I'm good at doing a lot of stuff, but I haven't I haven't um focused on like the person. You know what? Alex is amazing at this, this, and this. This is all that I'm gonna focus on and build on that. I haven't done that because mm-hmm. I've been hybrid between all these mm-hmm. things. But mm-hmm. that book brought a lot of clarity to me. Yeah. Mm. Look at the zone of incompetence. The zone of incompetence is made up of all the activities we're not good at. Mm. Others can do them. Others can do them a lot better than we can. Surprisingly, many successful people persist in wasting time and energy doing things for which they have no talent. And I'll give you the perfect example on this book before we wrap it up. There was a gentleman. This guy's a crazy successful entrepreneur. And he he gets paid $1,000 an hour for consulting. Mm-hmm. He was trying to hook up this big printer in his house, and he spent 13 hours. <laughs> and then his then his wife started fighting with him. You're not spending enough time with me, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's frustrated and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Then he talks to one of his friends, and he's like, what's going on? He's like, man, I've been at it for 13 hours. And then the guy goes... Well, you're 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 da- you're in uh, you're operating in your zone of incompetence. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, how much how much money do you make an hour uh, when you when you're doing consulting? A thousand. How many hours have you spent on this printer? Thirteen. I said, okay. Why don't you do me a favor? Put out an ad. Try to get somebody to come over and, and take care of that for you. And he does. And he pays some college kid a hundred dollars. <laughs> To do it in like two hours. You yeah. see what I'm saying? It cost him $13,000. Time is money. Yeah. This is why I don't do that stuff. That's why I pay a maid and blah, blah, blah. You yeah, know, because I don't want to do those things. I want to do the things that are going to make money. If you're a carpenter, money. you do a carpenting job. You, you yeah. don't get Live a carpenter. in yeah. your zone of genius. Yeah. Live in the zone book. of genius. Yeah. yeah. So, I think, is it episode 36? 36? Yes, that yep. is. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you found this remote episode valuable. I don't even know what that is. Ephraim, you're <laughs> disgusting for this. So I, I think this is like some kind this what is it, like a club dim light or something? I have I, no I idea. Know. He's not very um stop uh, it. Uh, stylish. His font sway was it? Anyway guys love you, episode 36. We love you guys and we will check you guys out next Wednesday at noon. Thank you. See Peace. you guys. <laughs>